you are a liar. Like, you stop lying. And on top of that, anybody that says that will never have that opportunity anyway. It's like, shush. But like, <laughs> I saw people hating on that. It's just weird to me. I'm like, why would you even? But like, that's great. Competition for any platform is great. Mm. And it just seems like there's a lot of people that will just hate on something either way, right? They're gonna find some way to hate on you, right? So, but the people that are part of your community will follow you either way. It doesn't matter if you're on Kick, YouTube, like they're gonna follow you either way. So if there's any creators that are like, I'm kind of scared to do it, your you're loyal people, your loyal community, they're gonna follow you. Welcome to Unfiltered Conversations with Creators. In this episode, we're rejoined by Joe Woe for his second appearance on the Unfiltered Podcast. In the first episode, we covered his journey from a small content creator to establishing his name as Call of Duty's Movement King. That will be linked down below. In this episode, though, we're going to talk about some more current events, including how he's been able to make entertaining content in a declining Warzone space, some pitfalls that creators need to avoid, as well as a debate of multi-platform streaming and things like Kick versus Twitch. If you'd like to become part of the conversation, please consider joining the Patreon linked down below. There you'll find bonus segments from each episode, as well as give you the opportunity to put forward your questions to the next guests appearing on Unfiltered Conversations with Creators. Dude, I noticed you posted you posted this picture. <laughs> <laughs> of you uh i have a story for this bro we're gonna uh -huh. it's gonna be on screen so you know people will see what what we're talking about so the funny thing is the most <laughs> hilarious part about this is i had family members family members no. and friends that were like yo congratulations man the patreon will be a huge help in getting on more creators to the podcast as well as ensuring the quality of its production moving forward as always if you enjoy the conversation Please leave a like, comment down below your favorite segment, and subscribe for more conversations with creators. Mr. Joe Woe, welcome to the Unfiltered Podcast Part 2. Welcome. How are we? What are we up to? Brother, I'm glad to be back, bro. Glad to be back. The Part 2 has been waiting for way too long, so it's always good to have a convo with the GOAT, bro. So I'm glad to be back, man. For anyone who has missed it, we did do a Part 1. We covered basically your come-up story and your journey, how you made a name for yourself in the space. I think the last time we spoke was maybe in March, and... I feel like a mm -hmm. lot of stuff has changed since then. Um, 100%. A lot of the stuff we spoke about back then will apply to, to this conversation here. But let's get started with basically how how the, your job has gone um, streaming a game that basically did not improve. Where's the food question? No, no food question. We did a food question. There's no hot take today? Mm -hmm. Okay, okay. All good, all good. No, no. All good. I've had enough of your hot takes, to be honest. <laughs> what? <laughs> no way. There's no hot take start. That's crazy. All right, give me your hottest take right now. The most overrated... I mean, it, okay, it kind of just passed. The most overrated day of all time is Halloween, bro. Halloween is mid. I'm I can't comment on that because Halloween is is not really it, like it's not a thing here, but oh. it's kind of growing. It's kind of growing, but no one knows what Halloween is. So it's just basically people that want to go trick or treating. That's all it is. But like now, okay. Random side note tangent. It's just so different now. Like me, a long time ago, people had like trunk or treats and like trick or treats and like and, and it was like an exciting thing for kids. Now I feel like kids and parents just don't do it now. And it's just like dying off, which is kind of sad. Like, I don't know, like way back in the day, we would go trick or treating and stuff. And like, that was like the coolest day ever. And like, you got candy. And I feel like nowadays it's just not a thing anymore. I don't know. 
Is it is it is it a thing there where you still knock on the doors? Because apparently now it's just like you leave. That's the, what we did. You leave the candy out the front, like on the on a buck in a bucket, and you just come and take yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. That's that's what I've seen like all over like Twitter and TikTok. But way back in the day, we would go up to somebody's door, knock on the door, and like you like have to talk to it, be like, hey, yeah. like trick or treat like but now it's just different like i don't know like i guess times are changing yeah. the costume's got to be on point people make comments like you can't go dressed up in like nothing but did you see the videos of, of like these parents going to this bucket and like stealing all the chocolate out of the yes that's crazy criminal behavior criminal. Know, i'm not gonna lie <laughs> like them up all right the other criminal behavior is the way call of duty has gone this year because it has been chalked we're not going to pull any punches not going to talk about the game in particular in detail but basically as you're living as your basic bread and butter how has it been for you you know we spoke about it in, in march that you know hopefully things get better and it's frustrating but we'll, we'll deal with it what's the last couple of months been like for you as a creator dealing with this kind of game as, as your income yeah um it's definitely changed a lot and i think that it's been a good thing and a bad thing obviously the bad thing is views are down subs are down everybody's numbers are down right on the bright side though i think it's been great because kind of uh, it's just changed because now i can see that trying to play other games like apex fortnite 2ks things like that vlogging more doing other things outside of just playing warzone matters so so much right because tying myself to a game like especially now is like the last thing i ever want to do could i play cod all the time and have much higher subs and probably but long term as we've seen with this last year how bad the game has been if you tie your brand and like stream to a game and it dies and just kind of tanks like cod has that hurts your name so so much but if you try random games or vlogging or just doing other things i think long term that matters so 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 much yeah and uh, we spoke about this earlier as well is you you get a chance for the people to get to know you and that's something you've kind of been putting in place for a long time now and it's it's you you have three channels now on your youtube but i've noticed that more and more on your main channel you are putting the other games like you you did some finals you did apex you tried you know trying fortnite and stuff and all that's going on the main channel now was that uh, like less of a concern now because it it like it works yes and no because like i said just trying to like slowly feed most of the people that's like yo play warzone only trying to like slowly feed them a little bit of some vlog content a little bit of some apex content i think that really matters a lot instead of again tying like your whole channel to one game even if they've been 10 out of 10s right but just slowly feeding them that long term i think can really really help mind you i could be wrong but i think that just like showing them that like i don't just play cod is going to be super super key yeah is it was it like an adaption for you and you know your editors and things like that or did you like give them free reign like you know sometimes different games have different styles of, of how games uh, contents edited so was that something you were concerned about um a little bit yeah but also because like the game has just been down so bad <laughs> yeah. and like most of the time it's just like every video was like a ton of comments like warzone sucks this game is so bored to watch now i'm like at this point I'm, like what like it can't get any worse right <laughs> the comments can't get any worse about the game so why not just try other games anyway because if the cod gameplay will be a 
7 out of 10, 10 out of 10, why not try Apex or something? If it's going to be that anyway, why not try something else? Because most of the comments now are especially like, dude, like, like, oh my gosh, the game's awful. Like, and it's so hard, especially now to find like new ways to kind of make the game fun. Yeah. Yeah, it has. Um, and you've you touched on that as well, that it's been sort of down bad numbers for a lot of people the whole year. There are some has been some people I've spoken to who have had their best years because they've kind of really adapted and put in all this extra work to try and change things. But um, at the same time, there's just as many people who have been like, it's just like a write-off year almost. It feels like a bit of a waste of time. And, and some people have even given up. That's been a thing for, I would say, the last year, right? But the good thing is, and again, knock on wood, hopefully, but it's like, if this last year was the worst year of like a lot of like our favorite games, right? Because Warzone for most people is like their favorite game. And like, same thing for me, it has been my favorite game. But if this last year was like the worst year we could have had, like we're almost through it, right? So seeing like how bad it's been and trying for the next year to really learn and grow of like how you can kind of see new content for the new game, I think it's gonna be really, really important because like I said, with this last year it was so bad that with this next year, hopefully it can actually, there's no way it can be as bad as it was. So either way, it's looking up like. Uh, look, I hope so. This is gonna be, it could be famous last words, just like the whole the whole war zone is saved comment. That was uh, I know. That was a rough time for you personally as well, wasn't it? When, when you made those mm -hmm. comments, like showing some positivity and some hope and people just like, started no. going at you for, for that it's your fault it's your it's fault it's your fault don't be optimistic about a game no but but i mean honestly though it's and like this past year has probably been like the biggest growth year just in general because just seeing how people kind of feed into like twitter and all that stuff is just so funny to me because it blows my mind like how many people like live on social media right and like, it's so funny going to so many events and stuff. I have never, ever, ever met one single person that's toxic in person, right? So every single person that I always meet, they're amazing people. And I love doing that, right? Getting like, but I've never met one person that will type the stuff and like the crazy stuff I see all the time on Twitter and comments. I've never had them ever say that in person ever it's always been amazing people so now i'm like dude at this point i don't i've heard as as many bad things you could probably hear every single day on every single twitter youtube comments like i see it every single day now it just doesn't even phase me now because i know that those people are just actual internet trolls like they just type to type yeah oh yeah and there's i've seen some of the wild comments i've actually got some saved to, to run by you later just to get your reaction to some of them but um in terms of moving towards you know you met a lot of people did did some events this year and you even did a couple of your own your own thing you did the, the basketball thing tell us about how you set that up and and how you got that going so yeah so that's been kind of in the works for about a year now because like i said with how bad cod was i was like i'm trying to do something else outside of gaming and i've always loved basketball right so I was like, how can I have a cool streamed event that's vlogged and stuff that's outside of gaming? And like I said, if COD was amazing this whole year, this would have probably not happened. So it's been super cool to just try things outside of COD and kind of how 
like that's been but and that's been in the in planning for about a year now and i was like i'm trying to host a streamed creator basketball tournament and mind you even though i was out of shape and you know it was a little (laughs) rough for me either way it was so much fun to plan that whole event and stuff and then have that streamed was just honestly like a blessing because i was like dude this was a streamed basketball tournament that i couldn't even have imagined like peak war zone like at all yeah it was elite too it looked like uh well the production value and everyone i think the majority of comments were like how good it looked how you know the production value and everything but how many people were there because there was a lot of people like in the background there that you couldn't see from the stream yeah so there was i believe 50 people there um and they honestly killed the production value everybody had mics on them camera setups everywhere like it was insane they crushed it yeah dude and and like even just like the commentators have a lot to say even getting the other creators in the scene um you know the cameraman was on the court half the time anyway but it was just like a lot of fun it was it was you know it got a little bit spicy competitive here and there but most of the time it was just like everyone having a good time man it was really really good to see welcome to beautiful las vegas nevada and the Palms Casino Resort for the Movement King Classic, presented by Threads. Team Joe Woe. We got Joe Woe himself, age 26, height 6'3". And he told me we might see some shots from him. We might see him in the backside of the three-point line with some long-range snipers. Hopefully he can pull that through. If you don't know, he's actually making these shots right now. You're not seeing it from the camera, but they are landing. Nothing but net. It definitely looks clean. Yes, 100%. And also, later in five months six months a year who knows maybe then we could have like that same thing again or like a full court one and there's tickets and jersey sales and all that like trying to just branch outside of just gaming i think is so important and it's been like my number one thing for this whole year of like get out of just being a gamer i, I like that's so so key for me mm. i mean for, even for you personally you've taken a, a like i wouldn't say a step back but you've you've sort of reduce the time that you're live in front of the camera the whole day um you know get outside live life you know go to events go on you know take a day off here and there how's that been for you um you know mentally just the refreshingness of that oh brother it has been it has been so so nice one because i know if there's a day that i don't feel like playing the game right me getting on and just like they could tell, chat could tell if like, I'm not trying to be there, right? And just having that time off and just going, even though it sounds so dumb, it's like the game where they go touch the grass. It's so true though, bro. Like just doing other things, going to a basketball game, going to the gym, a drive, trying a random food place in Charlotte, like just doing other things and then vlogging it, mm. which is super fun too, has been so much fun because how bad, again, most games have been for the whole year. It's just been great just doing other stuff because i know in about seven days when the new game drops it's going to be like the super grind again like 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 streaming 12 hours a day again grinding like all that stuff again so it's like right now is like the perfect time to just do other stuff and it's been like has helped me night and day how much goes into you when you're taking time off actually switching off or like are you still do you still get that you know you know brains moving thinking about things planning Uh, ideas you know what's the balance is there a balance uh, no i mean (laughs) well well okay for some people maybe i 
I would love to find a way to actually switch off. I am like, I even for like those like time off, I'm still in Discord, like chatting with people. Like th there's never a time that I'm actually like unplugged and not on Twitter or TikTok or Discord. Like I'm still like plugged in, mm. but I'm not streaming. And so it's just like, like I'm there, but it's just still, that helps me out a lot because it's doing other things outside of just playing the game, right? Mm. How's it been for you going to hang out with some with some other creators or other people that you know from the scene? Because I know there's a couple that live in Charlotte or you know, around your state. Um, what's it been like being able to connect and, and go out for, for dinner and, you know, do shoots or whatever you guys are doing behind the scenes? Yeah, it's been, it has been amazing because one, like I said, it's different when you're kind of friends from like Twitter or like, stream or like things like that but when you actually can like have a conversation over food or something mm. else that makes it like just like so much deeper right of like you know they are human being and it, it, it helps out so much because it's how do i say this it's hard to find like friends that kind of aren't streamers because it's such a weird conversation to have with some people that don't know anything about streaming right be like hey i play video games online for a living they're like what the heck is that so finding no like anybody that knows about the space helps out so so much and just doing anything outside of gaming helps me more than they probably know what's what's the comfort being like for you when you go and now do vlogs and stuff because you know initially you're as like it feels weird going out in public talking with the camera in front of you but how have you adapted now? It's been a, it's been a while. You've done a lot of vlogs now. Yeah, it's I mean, one it has changed so so much because from the start, right? And like there was so many times I'd be embarrassed to be vlogging, right? But here's the thing, right? You'll never get better at something. Like you have to practice, right? So like me thinking, "Oh, like I suck at vlogging." Well, no, duh, you suck at vlogging. You've done 3 vlogs. Of course you <laughs> suck. Nobody is good at something after 3 times, right? Like it's just different. So now like it just it just changed because one the people even if they're staring at you right i am staring like directly at my camera so i don't even see like random people pointing or even if they were pointing they're probably not but either way will i ever see those people ever again in my life probably not so why should i even care what those people would even think and i feel like now it's just gotten where it's just normal i think it's even normal. if it's weird no i think like, it's more even normal even if it's weird yeah um but it's like who cares what the random people could think where whereas like way before i was looking around of like who could be like oh my gosh like he now i'm staring at my camera so i don't even see them now it's just super easy mm. I, I feel like even like if you go back like maybe 10 years ago people walking down facetiming a friend on the street would be weird like you know speaking with their phone out here and you just like see each other just walking down the street might be weird, but now it's kind of like normal, man. So it's probably no, it's almost no different. Well, here it's, it's just a little bit different because it's a very, it's like a smaller town, not town, but like town. clearly yeah. it's like a larger city, but it's not a gaming town mm. at all. So like seeing cameras and gaming and stuff, it's still weird for a lot of people compared to like, say you're in Vegas or like Texas or somewhere where it's more normal here. It's still like kind of weird if, was it like uh, business businessy like sort of district? Oh yeah, or, yeah, 
businessy, a lot of finance, a lot of banks, everything here. So does that make you feel like a bit more of an outsider or is it nice to feel like, I mean, do people recognize you if you're walking down the street? Um, sometimes, yeah. But it kind of does suck because there's not like a ton of creators here compared to, like I said, Cali or Vegas or somewhere where like you could be doing so much content, vlogging content, podcast, gaming, anything, because there's so many people there. Here, it's just a little bit different because there's not a ton of people here. Mm, fair yet. enough. Yet. Yet. You got to get... You gotta sell people to Google that you have the Google Fob that you have available around. <laughs> just get please them in there. Please sponsor me, Google, please. But I've been trying. I've been trying. I've been trying to tell Z and stuff. He's like, I don't know, but I will get him out here soon. And the second he's here, he's stuck. I'm I'm taking him out to the most expensive dinner. So he's like, dang, this is the best place ever. And then he's stuck again. Mm -hmm. So don't yeah. let him leave. So you've you you have you know despite having a tough year with Warzone, you know generally a lot of people have sort of switched off, gone to different games or whatever. But you have gone to. Um, to break a few milestones, you, you broke 700k on Twitch since we last spoke. You broke 500k on YouTube, which is insane. You know, these these sort of milestones are they things that you you notice them coming up and you push for it, or you kind of just when they happen, you're like, oh, sh that's super cool. I think, and it'll probably sound so bad. I don't like. I don't ever stop and just think like wow that's super cool like i'm always striving for like the next thing like i'm never satisfied in 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 like the nicest way ever i'm just never satisfied like there's some people that's like yo when i hit this number i'm good or like this number then i'm gonna go do this right i'm like even if it's like 500 that like that is an insane number but i'm like okay what's like the next number or like i'm just never satisfied which is good and bad because then I'm like always like the next thing, the next thing, like super stressed all the time. But like, I'm just never content, man. Like I'm just always grinding. So it's just different. I don't know. Okay. So what are we going to, what's the plan? What's the, uh, what's the goals for next year or the next COD? Do you have anything in mind that you, you really want to get? That's a great question. For the next COD, one, just trying to bring the, the like vibes of COD back. Cause I remember in like the Verdance days, man, everybody was happy. Everybody was vibing. Chat was flowing. The comments were super happy again. And just like now, and again, partially at, well, okay. A lot of that is my fault because I have been also like, yo, the game sucks. <laughs> the game does suck, but does chat and clips and videos, do they like, they don't care about hearing me say the game sucks, right? So trying to change my content in general, where like, I'm not like, yo, the game's terrible. Even if it is bad, being like, yo, Joe, suck it up. Like, even even if the game sucks, trying to like, just change the vibes of the game in general, I think is like my number one goal. I think that's hard. Uh, that's hard to do. I think it's okay to be honest about it. I, I mean, you don't wanna like, it's not like you've been complaining or like sooking about it the whole time. It's like, you can point out when things are bad, like, oh, look at this particular thing that happens in the game, that, you know that's hard that's bad that's not really like oh man this game sucks and you're sort of crying about it the whole time that that definitely i understand would you know get people like a bit rolled up but i think For most, sure. most people would feel the same sentiments as you like i know there's people that come in and be like you know just shut up and play the game but um most people who play would understand 
and what about when it comes to competing in tournaments and you know all that kind of stuff because we did did do pretty well this year you know we had the, the big world series of warzone come up and you know everyone was major focused on that because that was a land event it was the first time you know everyone really got together that was a huge thing what was what was that like um going to london to to compete I mean, London, <laughs> y'all's food. <laughs> know, the food is a little rough. But London overall, though, honestly, so much fun. I'm so excited. But, like, for that side of it, though, when it comes to not content, when it's competitive, it's going to be different. If, you know, like, the vibes of playing a tournament compared to content are going to be, like, way different. But playing for that was so much fun because one we could see all of our friends in person which was cool but honestly my favorite part of the whole event and it sounds crazy is i spent like two hours after the event just outside like just meeting people like that came there and that was like my favorite thing hands down because again i get it that some people how do i say like uh, bro people came to a Warzone tournament. It was like 10 p.m. We spent like two hours outside the venue just hanging out and chatting, taking pictures. And like a lot of streamers were like, nah, screw that. I'm going to the club. I'm leaving. But Which I get it. But for me, bro, people took time out of their day to watch us play a tournament, to see my streams and clips. And my favorite part of the whole trip was just meeting people outside. They were saying about my food takes, like the OG <laughs> days, showing me their clips. like. And like that meant so much to me because then I can put a name to a face from chat. And like that matters more than probably people know because that like whole vibe, that's just different from like chat. It just in person, man, just means a lot. I think, I think especially if you were to put yourself in that situation, be like, yeah, I'm going to go to this event to watch, you know, Call of Duty. It's, it's different because I feel like that's probably not the best seat in the house to watch if you if you're interested in the game like the best place would probably be on a stream somewhere or the cast or whatever but you know you go there because you want to see the the people in person and you want to see you want to feel the atmosphere but also that chance of you know like you said bumping into someone you know after the event or before the event they probably like would have made you know the day for and like that was probably the point of a lot of people going for that so that's you know to, to be able to Dude. get that is insane bro it was like it was so cool man cuz like like there was probably hundreds of people outside the event they just want to meet people bro and, and like their favorite streamers so being able to just hang out even if it was two hours out of my night my voice was gone i couldn't talk after dude who cares bro like i met so many cool people took pictures but like that meant means so much to me because it's just that's why i do it right like that's why i do it of like seeing people that know like the content and stuff and and and, and having them there it just means i don't know bro it's just different it's just it's just amazing bro all right. So aside from the the competitive stuff, I mean, hopefully more of that comes back as well in in the next game, and we get more opportunities to, to play. Um, mm -hmm. But w what's what's some of the lessons that uh, that you've learned this year when it comes to the other platforms? Because we, we know you've expanded, you've done a few uh, YouTube streams, you've you've done you know bouncing between them. Uh, didn't plan on asking you this, but recently happened that um, we found out we can now multi-stream uh, on Twitch. So yeah. that's some big news. Uh, what's the plans on that kind of thing? What's your take on the whole multi-streaming um, thing? It's great. So that's a great question. I'm, I'm very excited to try it. But the number one thing again for me is chat and community, right? And I feel like whenever you're live on Twitch and YouTube and TikTok and Kick and all these places at the same time, you kind of lose that, right? 
And that's something that I don't know if that's a thing that I could sacrifice, right? Because I could be on a PR pace game, my best content game ever, and I'm reading chat while I'm playing, right? Like, chat, because again, it goes for me at least. Like, same thing for Discord, and like all. Like, it goes past the game. Like it. Like I love just talking to people, right? And I feel like it's a great idea, right? Because you can then grow your stream and brand on so many other platforms at the same time, and stream at the same time, but. I, it's just it's scary because i feel like you lose just the vibes of chat sometimes because you can't have a conversation with someone in a twitch chat and a kick chat and a youtube chat and it, like at the same time it's impossible yeah. so i'm gonna try it for sure but i don't know how that'll go kind of chat wise which again i'm i'm like so focused on yeah the the i think the chat is the main uh the main thing because even uh some smaller creators that i know that uh, do multi-stream um you know it's not so much them reading the different chats they can integrate the chats and see all it all in one that's fine they can still see all the comments but it's mainly when they're having uh replying to a comment that's on another platform and you as another chatter can't see or don't really know what's going on you kind of feel like you're out of the conversation you, you it's not really the, the same you know a hundred percent and like for me at least it seems like a lot of the like larger creators that have that they don't talk to or like they will talk to chat but not to like one person like say like yo hi blank they'll say like yo guys thoughts on i don't know this food place or this game or this and like chat will kind of flow on their question and not like to one person so it works i think if you have like ten thousand viewers because it's really hard either way to just talk to one person with ten thousand viewers right and it, for them it works but i feel like again it just will kind of break that bond with like certain chatters that you talk to every single day mm. Yeah, I can I can say that I, I understand what you mean, but my initial thought just then was um, maybe it could be like a tournament day thing where you multi-stream because you kind of you lock yourself in and maybe not rechat as much, so you you know it doesn't really matter as much. But you know, it's a great idea. I don't know, man. It's yeah, it's a, it's a tough one. But that recent Twitch announcement that you can now multi-stream sort of came out of nowhere. It was interesting because yeah. I was going to ask you about um, the kick come up and how it's recently sort of really grown up and and what your thoughts or thoughts are on um i know potentially moving to the platform it all really depends on 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 the on the you know the bag essentially yeah a hundred percent like still i mean it's either way it's great because for any platform twitch obviously has screwed people over screwed me over a lot of, like and it's like to have a site that's new right and have just competition either way is good or anything because then if more people move there i mean nick Merckx just moved to kick i mean that is insane like and and like i saw so many people it's like dude selling out for the bag i would never like bro come like you get anybody that would sit there at like even if you don't like this or if you, most of the time it's just haters in general like they could hate him for no reason so they can't say like i hate him for no reason because yeah. then it's like you're just weird for that but they could like kind of like say oh well i don't like him because he moved to kick well 
you're telling me you at your normal job would not move to a platform or a different job for 15 million dollars if you say that you can literally retire your whole family like you are a liar like you stop lying and on top of that anybody that says that will never have that opportunity anyways like shush but like <laughs> i saw people hating on that it's just weird to me i'm like why would you even but like that's great competition for any platform is great and either way i'm excited like i said to just try it out like why not and there's so many i mean bro they have a 95 5 sub split that's like I've been on 50-50 yeah. forever. A 95-5. I mean, that is absolutely insane. They're not, and yes, they are owned and backed by Stake, the largest, I'm pretty sure largest sports. Yeah, but like, them, yeah. Either, like, yeah. But like, either way, that is something for creators, 95-5, and they're paying people by the hour too, which is crazy. And there's no ads. So on top of that, people that are streaming there, right? Their community gets no ads. W overall because I see people tell the time Joe I just got eight ads like yeah sorry like right but like there's no ads and then on top of that the people that are supporting their favorite creator it's not 50 50 to the creator and then twitch you know that 95 5 split goes to the your favorite creator that you're supporting that's a W like overall so it's just like either way it's just great competition for twitch and YouTube and TikTok in general one of the interesting things I think that came out of the Nick Merckx thing was his recent, there was a clip of him going around that he was talking about how he didn't get the sub revenue from Twitch, that he just basically got um, his monthly whatever payments, which essentially like they pretty much added whatever revenue he got from subs and then added more to that. You could look at it whatever way you want, but um, I think that was kind of weird in the sense that people who were maybe gifting to him thought that he was getting a cut of that and it really kind of didn't yeah so when he said that one had no idea that that's how that was i thought that he got like a crazy salary and then a like very good sub split because there's a lot of people that i know that still have a really good sub split that i never got not trying to exposed names but i was trying to get that subsplit forever and i didn't ever get it so you know whatever but that's a whole other story but um that's crazy too because i heard also that what he was saying too is like again like i saw a lot of kind of angry people but also i heard that whatever that subsplit was like he got like a 5x that salary so like him like signing that deal for Twitch was still like a super, super, super bag either yeah. way. Oh yeah. Which like makes sense because he's him, right? But it's like, he can't say that obviously because he's signed and I don't really see it as a problem, but I could see how some people do. Yeah, uh, I mean, they can look at it like, you know, the sub that they donated went directly to Twitch, but in fact, it would have gone to Nick eventually just, you know, the way, way. Was, yeah, the way it was worded or whatever. But um, just for context for some people, I mean, you don't have to talk specific numbers, but even like as a percentage, um, the sub revenue that, you know, a streamer would get compared to obviously different platforms, it'd be huge going to kick compared to Twitch. But like it, compare that to your, as your income, a percentage of your income, how much is that sub revenue? I mean, if you take, if you, take into account you know 
maybe donations, um, agreements, you know, sponsorships and all that kind of stuff? A ton. And like, I can't say too much about it, but if you think about it, I mean, anybody can literally go back and just do all the math. If you look at a 50-50 subsplit back in the Verdant stage, right? And again, and the crazy thing was, I had a lot of like friends of mine that, and I'm not trying to be like, I had more numbers than them, not like that at all. But I had a lot of friends of mine that were getting a really good subsplit cut with less viewers and less subs, like a lot less. And if you go back and do a subsplit of 50-50, right? Compared to 70-30 or higher, during the peak days of her dance, when it was over a year's time of 16,000 subs, 18,000 subs, 17,000, 10,000, 12,000, like, and you add those numbers up, it is a lot of money. Mm. So, and that hurt me. But again, it, you can't say like, well, I should have gotten this because I, again, not like I- That's what we signed up for. Should have anything, right? Exactly. Yeah. Right. But it's like seeing that it's like, dude. So then when there's things like a 95 su five subsplit, that is so tempting for me, at least because I'm like, dude, that is a absurd number knowing that I've been not. I can't say Rob because it's not Robbed is a like a term. thing yeah. that I should have got. But seeing things like that, I'm like, dude, good for kick, bro. Like, that's absurd. Like, for any content creator, a 95.5 subsplit is crazy. On top of that, for their community, them knowing that their subs are going to the creator is a W. Yeah. I think, you know, there are people who are harsh on the whole people moving to different platforms just for the, the money. But I think if you offered anybody almost essentially double their pay to go to a different company like you know you, you you're picking maybe the lesser of two evils if you're talking about the the platforms themselves i mean you know you're talking stake or or amazon essentially you know not everyone's a fan of amazon so you got to pick your battles and you know maybe if you wanted to say you could make a difference by bringing your community over to a platform that people are saying well maybe there's not the best people on there maybe you could improve it you know maybe you could add to the to the bringing the vibe up on the place and on top of that, man, like, it just seems like there's a lot of people that will just hate on something either way, right? They're going to find some way to hate on you, right? So, but the people that are part of your community will follow you either way. It doesn't matter if you're on Kick, YouTube, like, they're going to follow you either way. So if there's any creators that are like, I'm kind of scared to do it, you're, you're loyal people your loyal community they're gonna follow you the people that are like oh wow i can't go over there because you're getting paid more money from my sub like you're getting more money from my sub now like that what? like that doesn't even make sense like i don't know like i see kind of both sides but also i feel like there's times where just a lot of people love to hate on something they to just be a hater i don't know yeah. i mean look the probably the 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 more realistic option if you had to pick a platform i would argue might be youtube especially yourself who's you know so so much more established on there you've already got the basis from your from your videos but now the multi-streaming thing comes into play so you can pretty much do whatever you want essentially but not even just that though bro the the number one thing that's slept on there is bro the quality of a youtube stream you can stream at a special encoder that's in obs at 1440p and 50,000 bitrate. So there's times where you don't even have to to send off a gameplay or a clip 
to get cut up or for you to even cut it up because you can rip it from your VOD on YouTube because the quality is the best quality way past Twitch. Like there's times where I see creators posting a Twitch VOD. I'm like, oh man, that's 1080p, 68K. Like it looks, it's bad. And like you can stream on YouTube on a special encoder that you can't have on Kick or Twitch or anywhere else, special encoder that, that, that one makes the quality insane, but at 1440p, and it 50k bitrate is absurd mm, yeah the quality is insane i mean i noticed that um, when i've watched you on youtube as well like that the noticeable difference in quality it's 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 crazy how um how much of that really adds to the enjoyment as well like watching something it's night and day it's crisp it's clean it looks so good that there's a lot of people that will have like their stream or like on a tv right so if you're on a huge tv Going from a 1080p stream that looks grainy and blurry and choppy to a 1440p stream on a TV, it is night and day like, oh, this looks crazy. Like, this is so different. And like, that stuff also really, really matters a lot. Like, quality for a stream is key. Yeah. I think the, I think if YouTube was could manage to, you know, incorporate the community feel of Twitch and bring the chat up a bit more and the, you know, discoverability and, you know, sometimes it feels like you're clicking on a video, but you go into a live stream and then sometimes it's starts from the start and you don't if it's just all over the place a little bit a hundred percent a hundred percent yeah that's one thing they need to work on but what's something that you what's the lesson that you have learned this year what's something that you've worked on uh what would you say is the one lesson that you've learned above everything anything else this year it's gonna sound cheesy that's fine but that your health is wealth for creators right mm. when you're in a good headspace by going outside going to the gym doing things that you'd like to do outside of the game, your streams and your vibes on stream are gonna be way, way, way better. Your content will be way better. Your ideas for content will be way better. Like having a good headspace is so, so key. Cause way back in the, I say way back, but like there was so many times where even if I didn't want to stream, I'm like, yo, like I streamed 12 hours today, 12, like, like, like 12 for the last four days. Well, I got to sign on again. And it's like, well, is it worth signing on for another 10 hours? When like, not that I don't feel like streaming, but like I'm tired mm. or like, I don't feel like playing the game. Chat can tell that, right? So having that day off, going outside, going to the gym, just doing other things where then the next day your headspace is gonna be feeling so, so much better and your vibes are gonna be up. So then let's say there's some five brand new people, right? That come to your stream. If they see you the day before and your vibe is killed, this game's terrible, because you've been playing it for the last five days, right? For 12 hours a day. You're gonna be like, dude, this game sucks, right? You're like, I hate this game. But let's say you have that day off and there's five people that come the next day and you're happy, vibing, smiling, having fun. They're gonna stick around. But instead, if you are just in a bad mood, they're gonna find somebody else. And it's hard, I promise you, as somebody who is a very happy person, it is very, very hard to be positive every single day, all day. If there's not a person on the planet, if there is, find me them, that doesn't have a bad day. Everybody has bad days. So like having just time to just do other things outside of just streaming is so important and health as well. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I think um, I think it was Z who um, mentioned in our chat with that we had was that, um, you know, it's a lot of people will come in and see you for the first time and you won't even know it. People will watch your video, your latest video, and that'll be their first time watching you. And it's kind of weird to think about when you've been on the platform for so long, but you know, that that's a first impression. Your newest video is a first impression for somebody. So you gotta be, you gotta be there. You gotta be good. 
And it's so important too for, I mean, for everything, gaming, work, friends, anything like first impression is literally everything. If they see like, oh, he's cocky, he's weird, he's not like, that is what will stick for them. But if you're vibing and happy and joking around, like they're gonna like that. Most people will, right? But, but I mean, some people are like, probably like, whoa. But like first impression is so key. So having those days where it, you could do nothing. You be like, I mean, there's days I'm not even kidding you where I'm like, yo, I don't wanna do a thing today and I will just chill, hit the gym and just watch basketball on the couch all day, not do a thing. So it's like, those days matter too, because then that's just a chill vibey day. And then the next day I'm like, yo, I'm feeling good. Yeah. Because I just chilled, I'm feeling good. And that stuff matters, man. Like it, it's it's super key. That's your reset. Uh, uh, the chat that we had last time, you you did bring up the, you know, you kind of didn't feel like yourself for a while. You, you know, streaming for a long time and it kind of brings you down. Now that you've had a bit more time, you know, you've went, gone from like a garage setup to your your view now which is beautiful you get a lot of sunlight you feels a bit more normal and you're going out more what's what's that that change like feel for you now do you notice a difference oh 100 percent. every single day like it, it is so so important because now i'm i'm ready for like this new game new tournament i'm ready instead of like oh no here we go another 12 hour stream like oh no here we go i'm like yo bring it on like what's like the next challenge because I feel good. Like, I feel like a clear headspace. I feel a lot, like a lot better. Because way before I was eating, I mean, as I have a, a, a sweet tea, but besides <laughs> the sweet tea, I've been drinking like way more water, like, and, and, and just feeling better. Like health as well. Like, like you'll feel so much better instead of like, just have a junk food all the time. No sleep, streaming all day, like staring at a screen with no sunlight. That will catch up. And as somebody who's done it, it will catch up. So it's like, it's just different because then you can just do other things and you feel better. And then your vibes on stream are better. And, and it's like, yo, what's the next challenge? Let's do it. Yeah, man, I agree. And, and even this part of the community, we can tell, man, you, you can see that in your face, you're feeling a lot better. And you know, you, you're a bit more vibrant and happy. And you know, the health is well thing, 100%, I 100% agree with you. And, and look, this part two has been uh, very fulfilling for me. I appreciate you taking the time man. it's been a lot of fun. And, uh, you know, hopefully we can do it again one day. We'll see. Hey, listen, I'm hoping for a part three or part four, obviously, but hopefully a part three or part four will be maybe, you know, us in person in America Ooh. or in Australia. You never know. But hear me out. You know what I'm saying? You could come to America, have a little tour, podcast tour. You know what I'm saying? That I'm would saying. be fire. That would be fire. We'll see, man. Hey, yeah. I appreciate you coming on and taking the time, man. Thank you so much. You are the GOAT, bro. And hey, I'm, I'm excited for part three, part four, part five. And we can keep the story going on. Let's go, man. I love it. Thanks, man. Head to the Patreon now to see some fun rapid fire questions, as well as Joe's reaction to some of the strangest and weirdest comments across his socials. If not, thank you for joining us on this episode of the podcast. Feel free to go and look at some of the amazing creators that we've had on so far and subscribe so you can find your way back for more conversations with creators.